Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. This is Tech Mobility Show, formerly known as Roadworthy Drive. The program is still the place for mobility and technology news, information, and perspective. I'm Ken Chester, sitting in the host chair for the duration of the program. And as regular listeners know, I never travel light when it comes to information, and this episode is no exception, so let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, make an observation, or even suggest a topic for future discussion, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. That is different from what we've had in the past, so I want you to make sure that you make a note of it. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, we've spent a lot of time talking about battery electrics as pure electrics. The EVs are coming. We've also talked a lot about how the trucking industry is embracing EVs. And let's be blunt here. It's a matter of cost. When, you, when they're looking at the two biggest things after the purchase of the truck is labor and the cost of diesel fuel. Anything they can do to mitigate the cost of diesel fuel, or in this case, eliminate it, and all the maintenance that goes with it, then it becomes a cost benefit. Up till now, we've talked a lot about Class 8, and that's the big rig over the road trucks that are going EV. But what we haven't talked about, and it seems to be gaining traction, is what we call uh, medium-duty trucks, which is Class 5, Class 6, and some Class 7 trucks, which is more than your light-duty trucks, which are your uh, 250 or 2500 and 3500 light-duty pickup trucks, were more than that, but not quite heavy-duty. That's the medium-duty range. Two manufacturers have introduced all new fully electric trucks for that space. And we'll talk about them in a while. Meanwhile, as far as hydrogen is concerned, we're going to talk about this one company, and we've reported on them before, that they are on track for truck production this year and are doing a fuel cell truck. And it's called Hillion. That's H-Y-L-I-I-O-N. They're on track for hypertruck production in 2023 and are planning a joint venture fuel cell truck with Hyzon. That's H-Y-Z-O-N. We've talked about their hypertruck ERX, which is basically a compressed natural gas or renewable natural gas powered uh, electric generator. And they're using that as kind of a crossover to get to the pure electric. They said by the end of the year, Helium plans to go into production on its Hypertruck ERX hybrid. These are Class 8s, which supplement electric batteries with onboard compressed natural gas generators. These plat the platforms are placed under a Peterbilt model 579 chassis at the, at the truck maker's Denton, Texas plant. Let me stop right there. It makes sense for them to capitalize on the power, the powertrain and leave the heavy investment of building an already proven top of the line truck chassis to folks that do it best. In this case, Peterbilt, which has a long history of heavy duty trucks, you know, that is basically top of the line. 
Also an interesting note. You might recall our reporting a few years back where we talked about, in this case, Kenworth trucks, which are also owned by the same people, uh, undergoing dredge testing at the Port of Los Angeles and the Port of Long Beach using a fuel cell. So these companies have some experience. See, for a lot of you, you think this is just coming up out the weeds out of nowhere. No, this testing, this development has been going on for anywhere from five to 10 years depending who it is. What you're seeing now is they're getting to the point where they have a viable commercial grade vehicle that they can put on sale, put in the fleets, and they're almost there. Because what happens now, at least in the trucking industry, they will take some of the first production vehicles off the line and put them what they call in pilot fleets. In other words, they will give these to fleet owners to basically use in daily operations to further tweak production to get it all the way right. The company is on track for obtaining their various certifications, which is from the California Air Resources Board, the Environmental Protection Agency, and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration uh, in the second half of the year. And they expect to get those done before they deliver to fleets. They're also building the first fuel cell electric prototype with that partner, Hyzon. Together, they will integrate the Helion electric powertrain system and highs on fuel cells, again, into a Peterbilt Class 8 sleeper chassis. And I expect that as far as over-the-road heavy-duty trucks, you're going to see this very niche application of fuel cells. And why are they doing it? Again, we talked about money. Much the same thing about diesel fuel. They want to maximize the weight so if fuel cell would weigh less with a hydrogen tank as opposed to the heavy batteries that they would need to move that truck over distance. And if you're putting, if you're offsetting your weight that you could use to haul stuff with batteries, you're not making that much money. And it quickly becomes a no-win proposition. With the fuel cells that mitigates that and they're able to go electric with a very small, if any, penalty to available uh, hauling weight to haul freight because at the end of the day, it's how much freight you can haul for how many miles to get paid. Eliminate the diesel fuel, even better. Eliminate the batteries, still better. So you've got a clean truck that goes for miles without all the added expense that you would have for an internal combustion engine. That adds up real quick. Now, on top of all of this, let me drop this bombshell on you right quick. They've also bought something called the Carno Generator Technology from General Electric last summer. These are fuel agnostic generators that can use more than 20 different fuel types, including compressed natural gas, renewable natural gas, and hydrogen, and give them a 20% efficiency improvement over the existing equipment they're running now. I want to learn more about this because they figured out how to do that. This could be a heck of a bridge between what they're doing now and where they're going. I mean, I'm just excited. Who knew? 20 different fuel types. Doesn't give a list, but I'm going to find out more about this and see if anybody else or if they're going to license this to other people or how they're going to use it in their current makeup as they're going from, you know, fuel cell and, you know, electric generator and compressed natural gas to complete EV. It's going to be way cool. And that's the beauty of technology. 
as the technology gets better and more advanced, people find different ways of doing it and it gets cheaper, more efficient and doable. And when you're looking at the miles that an average class A truck travels in the course of a year, the savings to a trucking company over their fleets would be amazing. And I should add that, uh, you know, they will get this done, although they're building out their hydrogen infrastructure, the charging infrastructure, but that's happening, particularly in this environment. It's going to be a done deal. But mm -hmm. early fleet adopters include a local company here in Iowa called Ruan, and they got orders for 10 of these. So yeah, forward-thinking trucking companies are all in. And it's going to be amazing how this shakes out, particularly when they get thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of miles on these trucks and find out what they're made of and what they learn and how to make them better and how to make them less expensive and to improve to make it more available for other trucking fleets. So the trucking industry is cleaning up even faster than the uh, private fleet of 250 million private cars and trucks that we have. The truckers are going to do it. And honestly, it's because of the money, money, adoption, maintenance, cost, and the ability to haul freight. That's where they're going to be. And when you've got companies like Ruan, who is already recognized as a innovator in the trucking business, already in for 10, I can only see their fleet increasing as they get time behind the wheel and miles on the road with this fleet. So class A trucks, hydrogen either where they burn the hydrogen or use it in a fuel cell. A different way of looking at pure electric vehicles. So <laughs> there you go. You can't win. You can't lose, folks. It's happening. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. Even in winter climbs, it's going to be a thing. They just got to work it out and get better at what they're doing. And they'll only get more and more efficient. You are listening to The Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. The 
these days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Thank you.